Murphy's Bedtime Stories. Murphy's Chapter 13. When the ship's horn blew, it felt as though the deep sound went inside Flora and rattled around. Two more blasts came after the first. As soon as the last blast died away. What? We have a comment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Flora became aware of a low rumble. The ship's engines were running. A slow side-to-side rocking motion started up. It set a thrill through Flora from the tip of her snout down to the end of her tail, despite her awful quarters. Quarters are uh, a place where you're staying, like on a ship or something. They were underway. She looked around at all the supplies piled against the walls of the ship. Surrounding her was a wide space, a clear walking path to the stairs, and another path through the boxes and barrels. Close by was a food bowl. Flora sniffed it. Spaghetti with tomato sauce and rinds of squash. Tomato sauce? Yeah. Not bad, but she'd rather explore her new environment. Unfortunately, Flora couldn't get further than a few steps before she was stopped short. She walked a few more paces in the other direction until a chain pulled tight. By this time, she strained against it, and the chain gave. That means, uh, broke. Behind her, she heard the box she was clipped to grind against the floor. She sat down. This could get tiring. But wait, that was the point. It was supposed to be hard work. Flora had some catching up to do. Stuck in her pen back home, she hadn't trained nearly as much as the farm dogs. She thinks she's uh, going to be pulling sleds. Yeah. Flora pulled at her chain again and heard a satisfying growl from the box scraping over the rough wooden decking. So she's, so I guess the chain didn't break, but it's pulling the box. Her leather collar dug into her neck. Good. Sled pulling wasn't supposed to be comfortable. Too bad no one was down here to cheer her on and make her make sure her technique was right. So she's pulling the chain, pulling the box with the chain. Instead of a, instead a smell wrinkled her nose. It was not a good smell. She tried to shut it out. She focused on the window and the door at the top of the stairs, on that small bit of light, and strained again. Don't give. Up, step, pull, step, step, stop. As soon as Flora sat down, she heard that strange rustling again. Anybody there? She asked. Another rustle, or maybe it was more like scratching, came from behind a box. So did more of that bad smell. Flora shivered. But this time, uh, but this was no time to be afraid like little Alfred. She dragged her box until she could peer into a dark space between the cargoes. Can I do sound effects? Sure. The floor almost seemed to be moving as if it were alive. Flora looked longingly at the stairs, and when she turned back, yikes, she hopped backwards. A big greasy rat with long wiry whiskers and a bald patch between his ears had stepped out from behind a box. 
and was sniffing in Flora's direction. Flora tried to be brave. Good. <laughs> Flora tried to be brave. She tried to remember her rat hunting moves. Because remember, um, Luna caught a rat. Yeah, under Bruno's teacher. She actually made a game up. Game up. Oh, that's right. She was practicing with a can or something. Um, uh, oh, okay. She tried to remember her rat hunting moves, but suddenly an attack, but suddenly attacking a crumpled paper bag or dried oh, orange yeah. peel. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Didn't seem like enough training. As she watched him creep closer, she worked hard to stop shaking so her chain wouldn't rattle. Sounds like, why would you think she's shaking? Because there's a rat. Well, maybe she's scared of a rat. Then she stood on his, then he stood on his hind legs and opened his mouth, showing off his impressive, sharp, yellow teeth. He snapped his mouth shut. Then he oozed in the direction of her foul bowl, of her, of, of her food bowl. Flora scrambled as far away as possible and sank to her stomach. She could see him slip over the bull's edge and paddle around while searching out the best morsels. Evidently, he did not care that his fur was becoming soggy with tomato sauce or that this was not his food. In a moment, he was joined by two mean-looking buddies. Must be rats. Chewing and slurping were the only sounds. Flora imagined an ocean of rats watching from the shadows. She hid her face between her hooves. Once the food in Flora's bowl had been eaten, the rats disappeared. That was good. The light at the top of the stairs was dimming. Night was coming. The rustling in the darkness seemed louder. Flora shivered at the thought of having to listen to rat sounds all night long. The ship was bucking and pounding along. She could feel the boards underneath her shutter. She needed to think about something cheerful. Hike, she whispered to herself, and brought the pictures to mind. The snow was a glittering blanket across, she was imagining, a mat across the folds of white raced Flora the sled pig. She was galloping beside a frozen lake with a team of a dozen sled dogs. Oscar was in front. At the end of the line was the sled, brightly painted in a festive blue with white stars for decoration. Onward, called Oscar. Onward, called Oscar. Onward, Flora echoed. echoed. We're tough, we're brave, and we're a little bit crazy. She leaped and twisted in the air in a crazy little dance before speeding on. Even if sleep didn't come, Flora's mind was in a far better place. Hike, she murmured again and again. All right, comment section. What do you have to comment about? Um, sure. What did you think of the chapter that you didn't hear, Scarlett? Um. Or should I ask Miriam, who heard the chapter, but is sleeping now? No, um. What did you think of it, Miriam? Um, it was good. I think she was asleep, but 